Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. It's really interesting when you tell yourself multiple times that you're not going to talk about something, but you kind of still do it anyway. I'm not going to talk about this thing. But what I will talk about is something more interesting. I recently learned that you can take a vitamin to minimize nervous habits. I don't know what the vitamin is called. I will post it in this episode's description. One of my like nervous habits a few years ago was biting my fingernails, and that fortunately stopped. What it took was me actually having to go like get seen for something that happened, like I got an infection on one of my fingers for doing it. And you may say, "Ew, gross!" Ooh, but actually, like, there's a bacteria that is on every single human being that's like on our skin. That like when you if you're like picking your fingernails or you have like a hangnail or something and you're like picking skin off, that bacteria can get inside of the exposed like fresh area. I don't even know what you call it. And it can cause an an infection. And so I haven't bitten my fingernails since I think April 10th, 11th or 12th of 2018. So that's pretty cool because that infection was like, dude, okay, stop. Don't do this because that could happen to you. And you'll never guess what happened. I got another one. Even though I haven't bitten my fingernails since, I've still like, I still like have a problem picking them. You know, just there's like a, some weird satisfaction in picking them. Like when you get a big one. I recently saw a picture of my vocal cords and that's just like phenomenal, like amazing, like holy cow, like, 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 how on earth could that have just like come to be? You know, I don't know what, I don't know how millions of years could have evolved into vocal cords, you know. I really had this, came to this understanding, this kind of revelation that like, it's my vocal cords that make the pitch of my sound, the pitch of my sound, and as I talk and say different things, it's actually my mouth that is making the sound. I took, nope, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I won't talk about it. So speaking of not talking about it, how about I just get into this episode? Yeah? If you are just joining this podcast as a personal, a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary, it's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it for mental 
exercise, for therapy, for just to kind of stay in it, you know? Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so please give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. And a quick shout out to EDC Crate for having items like cologne and handkerchiefs and soap that are actually cool things. Like you wouldn't really think about them being like useful things, but they are. I bought their Billy Boys cologne uh, two months ago, I think now. And I'm not wearing it on the current button-up shirt that I'm wearing. But it smells super darn good. Please head over to their website and use coupon code GQT15% if you're interested in buying anything. Because you can save a couple bucks. Buck, 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 buck. So every year, for at least 10 years now, I've given up social media for the season of Lent. If you don't know what Lent is... It is a time imitating when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and was there tempted by Satan. My involvement with Lent started in like the wee days of high school where I was around a group of friends at lunch and we were all like, hey, let's give up random things for Lent like cookies, soda pop, sweets, porn. By the way, porn will dismantle your life if you are entwined with it. If you are entwined with it, I would encourage you to not be entwined with it. And I understand how difficult it is if you're in that place. It's hard to unsee what you saw during your porn addiction. And it's very, very sad that industry, I don't think there's anything good about it. That's just my opinion. By the grace of God, I've been released from its trap. I will lift you up if you are currently being held down by it. And if you need help, this podcast links to my website, johnmichaelcollins.com, and contact me there if you need someone to talk to. So we, we gave things up, and ever since that time, it's really grown into more of a personal thing because once I graduated high school and started going to college, it was my junior year, the beginning of my junior year in college when I started going to church. And then Lent really took on a new meaning. And so fast forward, now I give up things like coffee. I'm trying to add in reading my Bible every day. And every year I had also given up social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. But probably a month ago, I was feeling called by Jesus to let go of social media. It's weird. The obvious thought is like, how are you going to connect with anyone? Well, before social media, there was this thing called a cell phone and a phone number and a text message where you could actually like talk to people and contact people. As far as You know, the main really thing that social media is used for is marketing oneself. So, yeah, it might be a little harder to market myself. Maybe not. Who knows? Feeling called to do something, you know, I am more than glad to give it up because I know 
that I'm responding to Jesus in doing so, and you might disagree with me, that's okay. I'm living my life, and everybody should live their own life. When you try to live someone else's life, it's kind of a bummer. I don't think social media is bad. It's definitely been a distraction for me, and like I said, giving it up. You could say, why don't you just give it up for a week or a month or just a little bit of time? And I'm here, I I say, well, I've done that before and it's still hard. Like I still feel anchored to it. it. I miss the time. I don't know exactly what about the time when I didn't have it, what I miss about that time, but I know it would benefit me to do so. But I'm excited to see where this goes and continue on my walk with the Lord and see how this brings me closer to Him and just how it allows me to have more time to do other things. My therapist was like, I can't see how people have enough time to be on social media. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, here we go. To when I slept in a cabin... Ooh. Okay. Wasn't even thinking of this. So in elementary school, I I think it was fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, or maybe every grade. No, I think it was fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. We went to this place called Sky Ranch in Colorado, which was located, is or was located in Pingree Park, Colorado. And it was just a super awesome time, like kids from school hanging out, learning wilderness stuff, and sleeping in cabins. And I only remember the one, I don't know how many consecutive days we stayed there. Maybe it was a week. Gosh, I miss that a lot. Camping. I look forward to doing that again someday. A lot more frequently. I only remember one of the days that I slept in a cabin, and maybe I'll remember more of them during that time. I was on the top of a bunk bed, and my crush's dad was in the room. Like, every every cabin had, like, a chaperone. This guy was our chaperone. It was a tiny cabin, maybe, like, four or five dudes, and I think the girls were, like, in the cabin next to us. So, it was sometime in the middle of the night where I rolled out of the top bunk bed (laughs) and fell, landed on my forehead. I think it was my forehead. I touched my forehead with my hand and it felt like there was like a bunch of Vaseline on it. Like if you don't know what Vaseline is, it's like a lubricant or something that just if you I think if you put it over a wound it seals the wound. Wow. I've never thought about Vaseline all too much. Vaseline and Neosporin, maybe it was Neosporin, but Neosporin's like an antibacterial thing so it helps protect it even more. It's amazing the things that humans have thought of. <laughs> There's just something super sweet about sleeping in a cabin being in the wilderness, being in nature. And that's a really good way to help you practice being present is being 
in nature. So wherever you're at, you know, if you can't get super far out, like off into a mountain or something, just go to like a parking lot or like rivers and stuff. So if you haven't slept in a cabin before, you should put that on your bucket list. If you have slept in a cabin before, might you consider doing it again for me? (laughs) To when you go in a tall building, geez, I haven't flown in an airplane in over a year. When I was in Taiwan, I believe episode one or two is where I talk about Taiwan. This was back in... uh, 2012, the summer of 2012, I think. Summer of 2012 or 2013, it was a study abroad, a super, super sweet opportunity, and I got to go up into the Taipei 101 skyscraper, which is super cool because it has what's called a damper in the top of it, which is like this giant ball-looking thing that's suspended by cables. So if there's ever an earthquake and the building starts shaking, the damper, like, count its weight moves to one side. Like, if the building's leaning to the left, the ball swings to the right. And as the building swings to the right, the ball goes to the left. So it, like, it keeps it in place. So that would be really cool to see how they built that. Another time I went into a tall building was in Seattle when I was young. Gosh, I was like maybe 10, 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12 maybe. We went up into the Space Needle, which is this... I don't even feel like it's a building. Like what qualifies a structure to be called a building? That's cool because you're up super high off of your normal, which your normal is like, you know, ground level. And it's cool to think about, like, here in Atlanta, I'm, I don't know how many feet above sea level I am. How many feet above sea level am I? Atlanta is a high city with an average elevation of 1,050 feet. Atlanta is the highest major city east of the Mississippi River. I did not know that. So it's like a beacon on a hill, which is cool, which is really cool. But the Space Needle, mm, I kind of wanted to go before I left Seattle, but, you know, COVID happened and then I couldn't really go. Another building I'd gone up to into is the Columbia Tower in Seattle, which is probably my favorite building in Seattle. Gosh, I miss Seattle, kind of. (gasps) I said that. (laughs) So it's cool because the Columbia Tower is like a monument that you can see from almost anywhere. In the Seattle metropolitan area. I'm not a huge fan of going around, you know, as a tourist to see tall buildings. Like I walked past the Empire State Building. I walked past the Sears Tower now called the Willis Tower. Oh, goodness. If this is a building, I don't know. It's just like a bunch of metal. But that's, I guess, a lot of buildings. The St. Louis Arch is probably, probably, 
I think it's probably my favorite building structure thing. Okay, then that makes you think, like, are the Great Pyramids, are those buildings? Is the Sphinx a building? I don't know. But what I do know is that tall buildings are very cool because they're very high up. And there's a lot of engineering and math and planning that goes into them. I think I would like making a building of my own one day if I had the opportunity. But if I don't have the opportunity, that would be okay because I wouldn't only trust my like ideas for a building. I would definitely want, you know, professional engineers to like help me out. A building that's on my bucket list, yes, is the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. I don't know how tall that building is, but I will tell you how tall that building is. 2,722 feet or 829.8 meters. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. How much planning that took to build. It just goes to show, if you are going to do, like, anything relatively big in life that is kind of beyond yourself, that is pretty much beyond your capability alone, you definitely need people around you, which I'm talking to myself. It's good to have other people around you so that you can do things that are outside of your capability. Philippians 4.13 says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. So I do not doubt that God could help me build a building but he also says it's not good for man to be alone. So I think with the wisdom of, you know, being in community, it would be a good idea to seek counsel of other people because he also does tell us to seek counsel of other people. You can take it from me, someone who's done things alone for so long, and who, within the last few years, is like, okay, it's time for me to start including people in my life as more of just, like, a friend. But actually, hey, can I invite you into my life? And, like, we work through things together. That's a true friend. That is a true friend. Not only will that true friend listen, but that true friend will help you if you fall, if you make a mistake, if you need guidance, if you need, like, someone to hang out with. I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Atlanta, 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 Atlanta. Thanks for listening.